Broadcasting around the world on the World Wide Web. Yeah. Broadcasting live from the Josie Network Studios in downtown Medina, Tennessee. It's that time of week again. It's time for the Josie Show. Bringing you the most exciting music news and guests from around the world. Right here on the Josie Show. Please make welcome. Beautiful, talented, the lovely, America's radio sweetheart, Mrs. Josie Asentino Moon. Hey everyone, happy Thursday. Welcome to oh Friday. See, I even I'm even confused because normally we're <laughs> normally we do shows on Thursday. And this is the first time that we did it on Friday. Don't be laughing at me. My producer's laughing her booty off right now at me. I don't even know what day it is because normally my shows are Thursday. I was so excited, too. I was like, you know what? Okay. But that's even better. It's Friday. Look at that. The weekend's coming. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Can't get it straight. Uh, welcome to the Josie Show Special Edition. <laughs> Please welcome to the Josie Show Special Edition. She is a Singer, actress, and philanthropist, the legend Ruta Lee. Hi! <laughs> oh my goodness, with a lovely introduction, but now you can even add authoress to the damn list. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know! It's a, that is just incredible. Congratulations. Your book is incredible. I'm so thrilled for you. Thank you so much, Josie. I, I've got to tell you when, you, when you're saying incredible, I agree. I think anybody that sits down on their behind and mm-hmm. spends year after year after year writing book after book mm-hmm. really are miraculous people. I, it's one of the toughest jobs I've ever had in my life, just mm-hmm. recounting wonderful stories and and moments and incidents in my life that I thought were worth sharing with people, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's not easy. It's not easy to do, and the toughest part is editing what you've written. Because now you're so afraid to throw the baby out with the bathwater, you know, when you mm-hmm. decide what goes, what stays. But anyway, thank you for the oh. honor of having your audience listen to me babble on about my book. No, you know what? We are so excited because, like like you mentioned, it is not easy to, to write a book. I can't even imagine, you know, everything that it takes. And you have a career that spans over seven decades, so you had a lot to cover. <laughs> you had a lot to talk about and this book is filled with all your all of your memories and experiences and it is titled consider your ass kissed okay <laughs> we need to talk about the title where did the title well, you know come from? for years i have as you know been the head mother along with debbie reynolds of a very important mm-hmm. fundraising organization called the Thalian, p-h-a-l-i-a-n-s if anybody wants to go to our website it's the thalians.org and we have been basically the stalwarts and the beginners of Hollywood for mental health. Now that seems like a juxtaposition right there, but the organization was started by a group of young people who got tired of being called hard-drinking, pot-smoking asses, 
mm-hmm. that never had anything to contribute and said, you know, we get together and sing and dance uh, and laugh around the piano having a few drinks. Why don't we put something together, sell some tickets and raise some money for a charity? Mm-hmm. And they discovered, after sending out um, Mamie Van Dorn and Jane Mansfield, talk about bosom size. Woo! <laughs> right? Um, they came back saying, well, all the big diseases have been taken, which is a laugh in itself. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they said they found this man, a doctor who was dealing with emotionally disturbed children. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was like a, a rotting apple in a barrel. The whole community could be affected. And so we went into the mental health business with children at first. And 18 years later, we built the first building that went in at the huge Cedar sinai complex, and it was called the Thalians Community Mental Health Center. And we, actors and people allied fields, the agents, writers, so on and so forth, that helped us raise money, really did a great job, and we shone that Hollywood spotlight on a very dark hole, that dark abyss known as mental illness. And you know, it's always been, mental illness has been a closet disease. Nobody ever wants to talk about it in their family. Right. And and we were shining that Klieg light, that spotlight on it, hopefully bringing it into health and, and the sunshine of health, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and now, after many years later, we have turned our focus, still on mental health, but to the returning veterans. Those mm-hmm. beautiful young people that are so willing to put their lives on the lines for us, every day no matter where we send them and then they come back and somehow fall through the cracks Mm -hmm. so we teamed up with operation mend at ucla they deal with the broken and fractured bodies healing them and we try to heal the broken and fractured mind and spirit of those beautiful young people so i'm hoping anybody listening who has an extra dollar or two will consider sending something to the thalians and helping our veterans and that's how the title of the book came about because to everybody who ever gave me five dollars or fifty dollars or five hundred thousand dollars I would say please consider your ass kissed for having done this I mean it in the the most grateful heart and soul in total gratitude I say consider your ass kissed for the goodness you've done Oh, wonderful. Such a beautiful title, really, when you really, you know, think about it. And it's such it's such an incredible work that you do. And please donate if you can. You know, a dollar helps. I mean, just, you know, please it does. do. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, this book is just, you know, I am so looking forward to this because we actually just recently bought the um, signed copy at LarryEdmonds.com. So I'm excited to read oh, it cover God to cover. Yes, yes. I am looking forward to, you know, reading the whole story cover to cover. But can you first tell us how writing a book came about? Was this always something you were interested in? or? I was never interested in it because oh. I, I find it to be a very painful process. Right. First of all, as you will read in the book, I failed typing in high school four times. Mm-hmm. And they finally kicked me out of the class and said, go take shop. And that was with the boys, so that wasn't so bad. Right, right. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> I had a friend, a publicist friend in Texas, Barry Rogers by name, excellent young man, that I had dealt with a lot because I would be visiting on television stations or radio shows because I worked a lot in Fort Worth and in Dallas, Texas. Uh, and and he said, you know, Ruta, you always have the most interesting stories to tell. And I had heard that from everybody in my life. What an interesting 
tale. Gee, that thing about Frank Sinatra or that thing about Sammy Davis or mm-hmm. Lucille Ball was very interesting. You should write a book. And I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, he finally said, I tell you, I know you're not going to do this. You're not going to sit down and type it. So I will come out every weekend from Texas and I will record what you have to say, which is exactly what he did. But in the process of recording everything I had to say, that meant every phone call that came in, every dog bark, every time, excuse me, I have to go piddle now, you know, that kind of thing got, got printed as well. So the editing was really something. But I, you know what I discovered, my mm. darling Josie, mm. is that I have so much more to say. I have mm. so many things, because now I read the book and I say, oh my God, I didn't mention that, I didn't talk about that, I didn't talk about how delightful that was, I didn't talk about how painful that was. And, and I sort of feel like I really need to go back and give much longer shrift to the story of my grandmother and calling Khrushchev and getting out of her getting her out of Siberia and Lithuania mm-hmm. uh, that's worth more than one chapter that's worth an entire book and maybe even a movie I was going to say yes a movie would do it would do it justice I mean that would be incredible. I'd watch I would watch <laughs> for sure well, that's so good to hear. Well, I'm hoping that your listeners will go to either Barnes & Noble locally or their local bookstore and ask for it, or go to uh, Amazon.com. But I sort of feel like our local bookstores need the help. They've been suffering through all this COVID crap with the rest of us. Absolutely, they have. So, yes, Barnes & Noble, your local Barnes & Noble, everywhere you can get books, you know, make sure you check it out. And um, as I discovered, if you go to LarryEdmonds.com, uh, you could actually get a signed copy, which I thought was pretty yes. cool. Yes. Yeah. And they're the most wonderful bookstore. They mm-hmm. also have ancient memorabilia, you know, if you're a collector. Ooh. So it's, it's worth a trip if you're in Hollywood to go to Larry Edmonds and check them out. Absolutely. Check them out, everyone. And as you mentioned, you have, you know, things that you would have loved to put into the book. Was there anything you thought twice about putting in the book, like, mm, maybe I shouldn't? Maybe I shouldn't go there, or maybe I shouldn't. Yes, yeah. yes, I, I, I did. I mean, I thought twice about uh, talking about Frank Sinatra, who to me uh, was in many ways the, the show business right hand of God, you know, right. because he, he was so capable and so good and, and really so generous. Uh, oh, he had his dark side, which I write a little bit about. I, I thought about it, but then I thought, I'm, I'm so totally honest all the time with people, um, I, I'm, it's the, a generosity of spirit that I have that includes honesty. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I was quite honest in my book, No Lies. I love that. That's what I love about you is just your honesty. You know, you put it out there, and I think that's what a lot of fans, why they have been so drawn to you over the years. You know what I mean? And over the years, you have been presented with so many incredible awards, um, your work in entertainment, but also as an incredible humanitarian, which is so huge. Can you tell us a little bit about receiving a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? I've seen pictures of you. You were glowing. <laughs> tell us about I was glowing. You and were... the fact that I got it right in front of Grauman's Chinese was amazing because <laughs> I, I, did, I do talk about this in the book. Yeah. Um, I, I had a job as a usherette uh, in those days, back in the 50s, uh, late 50s, usherettes and ushers guided you to your seat in the theater, you know? Yeah. And I could stand at the top of the aisle and watch my movie queens, you know, whether it was Betty Grable or June Haver or, 
or Rita Hayworth or whoever dancing and singing on the screen and asking God to let me do that, you know. Mm -hmm. And then I got uh, promoted up to Candy Girl. Well, I could still, between selling things, stand at the top of the aisle and watch my movie queens. Then one day I got promoted because the, the cashier got sick to box office. And I thought, oh, my God, <laughs> math has never been my long suit. But they explained to me that you push two tickets at a dollar ninety-eight, and then you put in five dollars for the amount you got, and it'll give you the right change. Well, it. the damn machine gave away forty more dollars than oh. I had. Oh no! And and I I got fired. I got oh. fired from my job, and I stood there and said, one of these days I'm going to be back, and my hand and footprints are going to be in the courtyard of Grandma's Chinese. Well. God and serendipity paid a lot of attention to me because guess where I got my star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, but right in front of the friggin' box office. Isn't that funny? <laughs> Isn't that heaven? That, Isn't that a, a dream story? <laughs> that is. Oh, that is a hoot. That is hilarious. It's all serendipity. It all comes around, isn't it? That's it surely does, darling. It surely does. <laughs> it really does. And, you know, we love everything that you've been in. I mean, you've been in so many productions, so many shows, everything from Seven Brides for Seven Brothers to Roseanne. My first job, by the way. Was it? Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Can you share any experiences from any shows or any movies um, that kind of stand out to you for some reason? Well, of course, I, I always say that Seven Brides is my favorite film, no matter who I've worked with or what mm -hmm. I've done, including being lady, leading lady to Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, Sammy Davis, Peter Lawford mm -hmm. in Sergeant 3. That was the most fun I think I ever had. But I have to say that Seven Brides was such a phenomenal learning experience. For me, a total novice that thought I was a pretty good dancer, ha, 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 at 16, and to be teamed up with some of the best dancers in America was awesome. And I kept wondering every day, what in hell am I doing here? I, I, how did I get so lucky? Right. And, of course, I thank uh, my mother's prayers in the church mm -hmm. across the street from casting when I went in to get the job or, mm -hmm. or audition for it. Or, on the other hand, it might have been my good ethnic Lithuanian polka because mm -hmm. after I did a little ballet and I did a little bit of jazz for the, our choreographer Michael Kidd and our director uh, I was asked if I could do something a little folksy well Hell's Bells a good Lithuanian polka mm -hmm. stood me in good stead and needless to say I got the job and I thank God to this day for the joy and the privilege of learning and working in and being part of a film that has, first of all, it was named as one of the top 100 films ever made, mm. and to be a part of a film that goes on generation after generation after generation is really quite amazing. Absolutely. I mean, I'm 26, so I love it. So you can just imagine, um, it really does, you know, stay with the, the test of time. It really does. It's just everybody loves it. It's one of those films that you just can't get enough of. And so 16 years old, was it difficult for you, you know, at, at that age, at that young, tender age, you know, in the entertainment business? Was that difficult for you at all? No, no, because, listen, Josie, mm -hmm. I, I woke, came out of my mother's womb, I think, <laughs> being in show business. Right. I don't, I don't know why, that nobody else in my family is in the business, mm -hmm. but I was exceedingly gregarious as a child, and I was never uncomfortable either on the stage or off the 
stagers. I, I never had problem meeting strangers and never will. It's part of my psyche. Mm-hmm. But I was also too young and too stupid to know that I was in, a, in an awesome spot. Right. You know, when you're young and dumb, you think, oh, well, that's life and that's the way it's going to keep happening. Mm-hmm. Not quite, not quite. Mm-hmm. But I, I learned so much on that job. And I learned it all through laughter. It we we all laughed mightily, and I must tell you that I think that is the one saving grace for anybody in our business, and that is to be able to laugh your way through. And in fact, I keep urging all Americans mm-hmm. to not lose their sense of humor. We're in such crappy times now, mm-hmm. and everybody is taking themselves so seriously and trying to be so frigging politically correct, and it's mm-hmm. all BS. Mm-hmm. You know, come on, let's learn to laugh at ourselves. I mean, I, as a Lithuanian, never got upset being called a Litvak, mm-hmm. or, or if, if you were Polish, being called a Polak, or, or, or whatever, you know. Right. We, we Jews laughed at themselves, Germans laughed at themselves, Romanians laughed at themselves, the Chinese laughed at themselves. Let's keep laughing at ourselves. Yes, we need more laughter in this world. <laughs> we really do. Uh, we really, really do. And, you know, I think I think your story is just incredible and so inspiring. I mean, I could talk to you for ages. I really can. But I'm excited to read cover to cover your new book. And I hope everyone else does, too. Consider Your Ass Kissed. Check it out at all your local bookstores on Amazon, LarryEdmonds.com if you want a signed copy. Um, heck, yeah. <laughs> Check it out, everybody. You will not regret it. I got to know and associate with and laugh and scratch a lot with so many of our astronauts. Yeah. And so I feel like I've been into a lot of wonderful places. What mm-hmm. what the, the the trip to Mars is that Debbie's and Carrie Fisher's and my name was put in the nose cone of the vehicle that was landing on Mars. Oh. So that kind of has something to do with it. Oh, I love it. Isn't that great? And then the Thalians, and as you know, we were the young Hollywood group. We honored somebody marvelous in our industry that not only thrilled us on screen or stage or wherever, um, but also were philanthropically generous and, and thrilling to people. And we, at one of our events, we honored the first 14 astronauts. Oh. And we had them all on stage at the same time, and we put each one of them in a spotlight when the mission was called. And it was the most exciting, wonderful night I think we've ever had at the Thalians. And um, my darling friend, um, Shirley MacLaine and I, were kind of the ex officio hostesses to the astronauts when they were coming into town to, to, you know, either one of the sites here where they were having work done or whatever, when they'd come in, we'd get a call, and uh, Shirley would say, okay, I'm free tonight, so I'll take him out for dinner. Uh, you do the next one, you know, and we did that for several years. And wow. so we really got to know the guys well, and um, wow, talk about wonderful, oh. exciting people that that are so, and foremost Americans, you know, good guys that really love their country and were willing to to do whatever it took to forward what we have, our freedoms and our love of mankind, 
and uh, I am so proud of the fact that I knew so many of these guys. I you know, Josie, it really absolutely killed me mm-hmm. that Pete Conrad was mm-hmm. one of my very close friends, and, and his wife still is my very dear close friend. Right. That he went to the moon three times, mm-hmm. and then got killed on a friggin' motorcycle. No here in Ojai, California, outside of L.A., a little bit on a country road, skidded off, you know, on hitting gravel and, and, and was killed. I mean, I just, oh. I, I just can't believe that, you know, how crazy how life, life can be to us sometimes. Right. But uh, I'm so glad I had him as a very, very close friend for a long time. What a blessing. All oh, the people that you meet and have in your life, is that's the most important thing. You know, the friendships that you make, whether, whether you know, you're acting or singing or being an author, I mean, those friendships you create are what, what it's about. You know what I mean? So, and you've you're made a lot of them. You're right. <laughs> and considering you're so young, how come you already know that? <laughs> it's all about that. I had a good mama. <laughs> yes. Yes, um, you do. You clearly do. Oh, well, you are absolutely the sweetest. I could talk to you forever, and I hope to have you back on any time because you were just a treat to get to know. So thank you. <laughs> Josie, I thank you. Thank you for, as I said, sharing your audience with me. Uh, I thank you from the bottom of my heart, and please take my title seriously. Consider your ass kissed. <laughs> I love you so much. Consider your ass kissed. And please check out the memoir, Rudely. You are going to love it. Consider your ass kissed. Check it out right now. Available everywhere. Books are sold. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you, darling. May God continue to smile on you. And above all, dear God, keep smiling on America. I love her so much. Oh, my goodness. I had such a great time chatting with Ruta Lee. And please make sure you check out Consider Your Ass Kissed, her new memoir. memoir. Um, <laughs> I got so excited by that interview, I can't even speak anymore. But thank you all so much for tuning in wherever in America or overseas you are. We appreciate it. Our worldwide audience, we love you all so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. And thank you to Ruta Lee for her time uh, chatting with me. I had such a blast. And like I said in the interview, I really hope she comes back because – just there's so much that we could still talk about you know what I mean in 20 minutes it does not do it justice <laughs> there's so much that we could talk to Rudely about and get her insight so she's incredible an incredible woman so please make sure you find her on Facebook she's a Facebook page if you type in Rudely you'll be able to find her uh, page you can add her as a friend or just check out her post she's incredible she's doing um, really great uh, book signings lately so it's really cool so check it out everybody and thank you all once again so much from wherever you are for tuning in. We appreciate it. Good night. The Josie Show is copyrighted property of the Josie Network of Brands. It may not be duplicated, altered, or edited, sold, or aired without written consent from the Josie Show owners. Any copyright infringement of the Josie Show will be subject to legal actions.